whoa, Allen Robinson? Like, just in time for the show? Seriously? You know what? Sometimes we get grace with news, DK. It's all I'm saying. I've been seeing comments just pop up, just all up and down the pre-stream, DK. I don't know what the heck going on. Other than the fact, I will say this right before I ring the bell. You ready for the bell to ring after I, I say I this? Yep. Are you ready? Are y'all ready for this after I ring this bell? DK, I know what I said yesterday. Technically, I didn't lie. He's Ramon Foster. He's in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports here in downtown Pittsburgh. And, uh, and uh, you're all wound up. What's going on over there? I am. First and foremost, I got to get you before they get you. You got something on the corner of your mouth right there, DK. Is that lunch hangover right there? Yep, that's what that was, man. <laughs> all that whipped cream inside of that drink, man. This show is so raw. <laughs> it is raw. You know what's got me flustered, DK? I'm going to start us off because you start us off usually, okay? It's this. Boom. From Chandler Chase. What does he say, DK? Oh, I see what's going on. Ramon said the Steelers were done making moves before the draft. And what do they do? They wait right until the – just right before the show. And they go and they get Allen Robinson from the Rams uh, for really nothing. Nothing. Uh, a, a small exchange. It looked, just a courtesy exchange of seventh-round picks. Uh, about 15 spots apart. Uh, yeah. They don't even take on a risk, Moan. It's no risk, the man. The Rams are paying half of the salary, and they don't even have to pay the salary <laughs> if he were to come into Latrobe and just bomb out for whatever reason. Yep. So, wow. Yeah, man. This is a safety net. This is a uh, a retread of a, a older guy. Now, let's think about this, too. Deontay's been in the league for a little while, but it's probably a, a, a retread – for the growth of George Pickens, I also look at it as Deontay actually has somebody inside of the room that's older than him, experiencing him, has had multiple thousand-yard seasons also, right? So you, I feel like now you have a little bit more balance. Somebody that that uh, George Pickens can probably go have conversation, uh, go have conversation with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's that side of it, too. Uh, I think he's a room guy, but I will say this, too. What's up, Reginald from Bartlett? Uh, I will say this, too, DK. Um, I think you're you in those contract years, you get the best out of guys that also feel like they can still make it happen. Am I saying Allen Robinson's going to be a 1,200, 1,500-yard receiver? No, nah, but what I'm thinking is this. You will be able to get some production out of guy that's looking to continue his career in the NFL. And you also get a guy who's born a Northeast guy. He's Michigan, went to Penn State, who's back on the East Coast. I look at that Rams situation as, man, there's a lot that was going on over on that side of the, uh, of the map, considering that football team and how they overspent with a lot of uh, their, their free agents. And now I think that ship's kind of sailed a little bit. So it's good for him to come back over here and hopefully get competitive with the Steelers. Well, I, I'm going to throw a couple of observations out regarding Robinson specifically because you can go through his stats. He, look, he is what he is. He's been paid what he's been paid for a while now. Yeah. Okay? You ever wonder whether or not somebody's good or worth it? In the National Football League, if you're getting paid, you're worth it for the most part. Okay, it's Because there, there aren't guaranteed salaries. If they don't like you, they can just throw you right out. 
Oh, okay. easily. They do that so, daily. The fact that he has he's played 110 NFL games, 105 of those have been starts, including everything in which he's participated over the last few years, tells you that he comes with significant and continuing value. The second observation that I have to make about Allen Robinson is way more about his college career. Okay, because we got to see him on a regular basis, and this yeah. was a this was a college football star and a half. Yes. Okay, and he's going to turn thirty in August, but thirty isn't ninety. No. no. Okay, and by every account, while he doesn't necessarily have the same step or burst or whatever that he did, obviously when he came out of school, uh, he has all of the ability, 6'2", to go up and get the ball. He's always been, including when he was with the Nittany Lions, more adept than anything at going up and getting the ball and making sure that he takes care of the end zone in the red zone. Right. Okay? Right. And if you think back to the Steelers, they were okay in the red zone last year. They were yeah. inside the 10-5, but it was always because of the run. Yep. It was One always because of the run. 100% DK, as I put up on the screen. Technically, I didn't lie, okay? <laughs> you, we said free agents. He was actually signed to a team still. That's a trade right there, for seventh rounder. Mm -hmm. uh, but what you get out of guys, this, man, you get more bodies is what you're getting inside that wide receiver room. I think it also lends your, you and us to see what the concentration is moving into the draft. Like, you're getting another wide receiver. I was on the same page of saying maybe you go get another guy somewhere down the line. This kind of eases it over for a little bit, barring any kind of injury. My thing is this. You mentioned uh, Allen Robinson having a phenomenal college year. And then you say, well, uh, well, college uh, career. Well, then you kind of ask yourself, well, how the heck did he have a phenomenal college career if he ended up not being a first-round draft pick? Well, let's look at this, too. Big body guy that ran a 4-6. Y'all know how that goes in the NFL. They go by the measurables, man. They have everything listed. You must run this. You must jump this. You must lift this. You must look like those things. There's a criteria to a 4-6 doesn't help a wide receiver. I will say this. I talked to some friends of mine that were involved with, like, just the Rams and in general fans of them and whatnot, guys that I have football conversations with, and they were just like, his ability to get off the line wasn't something that showed itself in, uh, in L.A. Now, again, a 4-6 big body wide receiver. You're not looking for him to just be the blazer that you absolutely want out of a guy that's a pure blazer. No, he's a possession, move the chains type of wide receiver, I think, moving forward, DK. Yeah, that and that's part of the, what we've been talking about actually here related uh, to the Steelers and their wide receiving needs. It, it has been the guy who is, well, who's, who's Deont what you want Deontay to be. <laughs> I mean, can I just say that? Go ahead and say I it, mean, man. I want a guy who catches the ball at the marker but doesn't spin backward. I, I want the guy who gets the first down. I want the guy who wants to take a hit. Yeah. Okay. That's I fair. want I want the guy who's who's giving me some giving me some Heinz Ward oomph at the end of the play. Move at the end of it. Okay. <laughs> Move this way. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's what we're again. I said this what a few days ago, maybe at the end of last week. The climate in which Omar and Coach Tomlin and everybody involved in this team right now seem to be doing, they seem to be creating the environment of pure competition. Allen Robinson's not a real threat to Deontay in the contract that he got. No. But he's another guy that caught a lot of balls in this league. 
He's a guy that's had multiple thousand yard seasons in his league. Yes, he's had injuries and stuff like that, right? But what's happening? George is invested in his room too, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got Deontay in that room. And now you have the potential if he passes the physical, Allen Robinson be involved with it too. Proven commodities and all of these guys, even with your young George Pickens, right? Mm-hmm. So what it does is this. Everybody must step up to the plate. I look at that the same way in the offensive line room. I look at that the same way, honestly, in the tight end and the running back room too, DK. Offensively, they've created a climate of pure competition. Defensive side of the room, I think you have to – we got to see what the draft brings us. Again, I won't say they're done with free agent signings anymore, but what I will say is this. The ability to get the max out of your team – by competition, something that Coach Tomlin has always been thriving in when we were good, like really moving the chains. Think about the depth we had in all of the rooms. Bringing D'Angelo Williams in, why? It creates depth. It creates the ability to put guys, making sure they're putting their best foot forward at all times. But real depth. Real depth. It's not just for show competition. That's the thing that jumps out at me about all of this. Uh, Look, we actually – I know I actually have a lot to say still. Let's do it. About this move, and we're going to do that. Uh, but we're going to do that right after, you know, we're going to take a little bit of a, yeah, because that's, that's coming up after on. this, yeah, it is. It's it's coming up like right after this. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores, track the latest stats, chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. The only segment that matters would be what would be what what would be. That's that's the hey mom segment. Oh, DK. Yeah, on, it man. is you, actually. It you, actually you, is. You, you acting like a rookie out here today, man. What's going on? You had your Monday reset yesterday. What we got going on, dog? At get go, quality is at the core of every menu item. They have three expert chefs, just like the Steelers, to now have three experienced NFL wide receivers who fine tune every detail, so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. They're always searching for bold new recipes and ways to improve your favorites. Order your favorite at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Here, here's, here's what I wanted to bring up here before we jump into the, the pile here, and it is a pile. Wow, I keep seeing them. Thought no more moves, Mo. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two words to share with the group. That I think is gonna, I think is gonna disrupt the entire discussion here today. Anthony Miller, if you're paying attention to this football team, and look, you're watching a live yeah. show on YouTube with Ramon Foster, so you probably are. Yeah, you are aware of what Anthony Miller can bring. So you're aware that, as John points out here, is he replacing Miles Boykin? Yes, of course. Is he yeah. a little bit better? Yes, of course. But I think the battle is going to be is going to be Allen Robinson versus Anthony Miller oh, in wow. that three slot. Okay. Do not rule out Miller. They yeah. love him. The fact that he got hurt last year is the only reason. The only reason you don't already know about him. 
Okay, that's fair, DK. So, so what you're saying is this: we're we're having prove-its with a bunch of these guys, mm-hmm. like guys that are in contract situations that really have to go show and prove. They can't sit back and wait on anybody. The needs to have the ball in their hand is what's going to push them over the top. And if you get that from them, you're getting this from the team too. I, I will say this: the way you build up a franchise quarterback is is this way: get them while they're cheap, right? Yep, and surround them with weapons. weapons. Oh, wow. Weapons. We said it at the exact same time, but that's that's what it is. It's weapons. It's weapons. And I'll, I'll tell you guys this. Like, looking at, at uh, the Jalen Hurts contract, the way they broke that down. Can we – we'll go there again because we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Looking how they broke that down. Jalen Hurts – like, okay, let's – let me back up one second because I'm getting excited about this from DK. <laughs> what is the franchise quarterback? There was only one first round to pick last year, right? Mm-hmm. And that was Kenny Pickett. From that point right there, I think we all saw what they brought in offensive linemen. They got a wide receiver again. They have the ability to build around them. Jalen Warren comes out of nowhere. Boom. Beautiful. Okay. Najee still just as good. Boom. Wonderful. I love that. And then you go get them more weapons. I said this on my morning show here in Nashville. The, you, you have to be amazed at what Philly has been able to do. Yep. To go to Carson Wentz, win the Super Bowl, crash and burn after him, fire a head coach in Doug Peterson. Get a new head coach, okay? And then you get a new quarterback in Carson. I mean, and, and who else did they get in between? Then you get a new quarterback in Gardner Minshew, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you find Jalen Hurts as a second rounder. And what have they done since then? Had a very solid offensive line, defensive line, a monstrous defense in general. And they got unlimited weapons on the offensive side of the ball, trading for A.J. Brown and such. You get the max out of a second rounder like Jalen Hurts from that. And, yes, he did his part, too. He got better in the pocket. He knows how to run and be safe about that. I think he should get just a little bit better in that. But look at the pathway in which they did it. Nobody was climbing over glass to get to Jalen Hurts. But what did they do as a team? They surrounded him with pieces that said – And a system. And a system. So, again, I know Matt Canada's in these equations, and a lot of people don't like him, right? But – if you find the correct system, the DK raises his eyebrows. If you put him in the right system, he flourishes, man. And that's what I'm hoping that Philly connection that we now have with Omar as the new blood at the offense. I mean, at the uh, GM role, I'm hoping that's what we get out of this team moving forward. See, we have a lot of people across the bottom of the screen who are jumping in as Calvin Austin the third's lawyers. And, and it, uh, it's, not, it's not needed, okay? Calvin right. Austin doesn't get bumped by this. Calvin Austin doesn't get affected by this. Calvin Austin was never going to be your three, okay? No, His profile was always going to be, and this is why I kept raising my right arm out there, because that's where he's going to line up, way out there somewhere. Yeah. He's going to be your Gunnar Olszewski, Steven Sims, uh, all those players that you saw the Steelers utilizing in those sweep roles and everything else. They want to get his hands on the football, in very short quarters, and then let his feet do the rest. Yes. He, he is not competing in any way, shape, or form with a 30-year-old guy who's 6'2", who's going up and getting the football. Right. Okay? So they don't have anything to do with each other. This does. Anthony Miller does. I really believe that, and I think it's important to stress that. Deontay's, like Ramon said, Deontay's going to start. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 100 percent Yeah. Okay. That's still a team-friendly deal that Deontay has. Yes. George Pickens is gonna start. Here comes these big breaking news headlines you were expecting to see on this show. Okay. I, I will say this too before you go further. If 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 Calvin doesn't stay healthy, 
he's out of the equation. Let's just go ahead and say that right now too, DK. He's a fragile guy when it comes down to his size and playing in the NFL at this rate. He has to do something dynamic, get thicker in this offseason, meaning, okay, Tyreek Hill's a smaller dude too, right? But mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, he's a ball of muscle. Let's explodes. be real about that. He, he explodes. explodes. He explodes from a lower point of gravity, whatever else, but he he gets the ball and goes. Now, I don't want to start throwing, you know. I know. I'm <laughs> okay. with you. I'm with you. But you don't need to this. That we're going to have a lot of this, too. Deontay getting traded. And then Jordan Addison and Happy Land. Somehow, this is like <laughs> Jordan Addison has become like Kevin Bacon on this show. Like, no matter where you talk about it, it's going to always – all roads lead back to Jordan Addison. They're not getting a wide receiver, everybody. You know what? Unless DK, now let's let's throw the cap. Unless it's best available, then you can't pass up a guy like that. Okay, we we do have to throw that in there, DK. We will uh-huh. not get caught lacking again. Okay, uh, but but having a room full of weapons inside the wide receiver room. Look at the league. We brought this up the other. I mean, it may have been early last week. Okay, like you have to compete with what people inside of your division are doing. Cincinnati's wide receivers, they're legit. They really are. They have a legit tight end also. I look at Cleveland's situation. Deshaun is, can be a problem. Is he going to be? I hope the Cleveland curse never leaves that city when it comes down to football, okay? But you know that guy can sling it. At least he could sling it as far as him playing football. From there, you have to do the same exact thing as far as matching it. What I will say is this. If your wide receiver room is kind of uh, uh, sold up right now, if you're locked in and said, we got a good group, maybe one more addition in the draft, fourth rounder i'll take something like that right dk i think we lost a fifth if i'm not mistaken uh but from there i'll say this corners you 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 addressed it on one end now we know you have a clear path to either a d lineman or a cornerback in some capacity moving forward in this draft that's also in competition to cincinnati baltimore and cleveland moving forward not even to mention the rest of the afc yeah that, we're, we're seeing a lot of you know, feedback here, Deontay getting traded. Deontay's not getting traded, okay? You can go to shows that don't know what they're talking about. You can do that, and you can throw ideas like that, and they're going to go, whoa, maybe Deontay will get traded. But you're not going to get that here. Deontay's not getting traded. Deontay's going to be part of this football team. Uh, he's got one more year. Uh, they they have no reason to dispense with him. They don't have a, a great cap need Okay, they don't have a whole lot of positional needs where you would say, hey, they really need to free up 18 million right about now. They just don't. Okay, they don't. I mean, we're we're at that point in the discussion where they are now going out this week, signs two guys who are pure special teams. Yeah. You know, I saw somebody else ask on here a little bit ago, Moan, uh, you know, who's going to be the number three running back? My answer is someone who can tackle. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah a teamer yeah yeah 100 okay. a teamer that, man that's that's what it's going to be here donnie wants to know hey moan how much of a worry do you think the amount of concussions pat fryermuth has had already is is he is is there a pick in the draft this year at tight end as a viable option uh i don't think you're gonna go test the waters when it comes down to tight end you've got a really solid group of guys man you got your blocker and zach you got your scat guy and connor and you got a playmaker a potential pro bowl type of guy and pat frymuth okay with that being said the concussion side of what pat has gone on they monitored a whole lot better okay i can assure you this 
they monitor those injuries a whole lot better than they ever have before in the history of the NFL. There is time off. There's cognitive tests. There are eye tests that have to be done. There is a lot that goes into guys getting back on the field. Now, let's look at his equipment, the way, you know, how strong his neck is. That's a situation like those traps up here and having a stronger neck and how he goes about blocking and receiving hits. All of that goes into play when you talk about the concussion side of stuff, too. I've seen guys just have a, a, a slight knock on the head and get a concussion. So I'm sure he's conscious of it. I know the medical staff is also, too, because they, they actually do care about guys inside of that facility. Yeah, concussions, man. We just don't know. Always touchy. It just is. We just don't know. I mean, you can look at Tua, just Tua, and nobody else in the league yeah. and, say, and say he should never play another down of football again in his life. Okay? Yeah. But we, we are talking to you. Our, our, our friends here, our viewers, listeners of the Ramon Foster show here on a day where DeMar Hamlin was just cleared to return. So please don't rule other people out. DeMar Hamlin, and I say this with love and respect, yeah. was, was not alive for a short span or two short spans. And he's been cleared to play football. Okay, so let's not talk about this and that and who's done and who's not and counting Friar Moose concussions and counting Kenny's concussions because yeah. we just don't know. We do not have that expertise, and I'm not really sure that anybody does just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, not not on that one. Again, they they really, really do a good job of covering guys up in those situations in, to, in today's NFL. Uh, Tycho says 90% chance that Deontay catches more balls than George Pickens next year. Are you buying or selling on that mode? By the fact that your last name on here is Tycho, which means you like to play around with toys. Okay. We're not playing that one. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the correct toy company I'm thinking of Tycho. Yeah. Where I think George Pickens is going to create an environment that says you better either go 50, 50 with me or give me 60, 40. When it comes down to me getting the ball in my hand, man, that guy's a playmaker. And I'll be honest with you. Deontay does have to go show and prove he does. The young guy is chomping at the bit right now. DK like really like leveling out. Who's one, two and three on this list. The play will suggest this. If they go to George and George catches the ball every single time, guess what dog I only got one more year left with you. Mm -hmm. Deontay. I'm going to go butter the bread of the dude that I can grow up with. And that guy's name is George Pickens. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how the game goes sometimes, too. And I, I'd have, be, I go, go ahead. And I would say this, too. If I was Deontay, I'd probably look to kind of leave if I was him, if I didn't feel comfortable in being the number one and I didn't want to accept being number two. And Pittsburgh didn't want to give me a deal that equates to being number two in this NFL. So it may be beneficial to all parties after this year. If I have one priority – as a, as a coaching staff, and this does not just lay on Matt Canada. This goes up to Mike Tomlin. I want to find out everything that I can find out about George Pickens as soon as I can. Real fast. Okay? If you saw Warren Sharp, who, who does NFL breakdowns and so forth, uh, and is really, really good at it, and I say that even though he snapped at me a couple of times on Twitter. But see, we all, we all just, it just, just, just rolls right off, right? Yeah. Even though I was right and he was wrong. But I digress. Yeah, you can say that on this platform, and we believe you all day. Go ahead. Yeah. He had a list of guys who just ran go routes. Okay. And he counted up the go routes. Meaning just, you just draw a straight line, okay? Mm -hmm. and, a, and a little arrow on the top of it. 
Pickens had like 50 more than any other NFL wide receiver. Okay. It was just yeah. a, just a farce. And all yeah. that means is that Canada lacked the imagination to get him involved in the offense and just said, you know what? You can run fast, go very, very far and get out of my way and take a, take a DB with you. Ideally yeah. take a couple with you, but that's yeah. all he had. That's all Canada had to offer to that equation. Uh, I want to see an emphasis. And again, from the head coach yeah. that says, let's find out what he can and what he can't do. Okay. Maybe there are things Pickens can't do, but let's find out. Let's, let's say this also, man. Um, yes. Coach Tomlin has always been a guy. Why would I take away what you do? Well, that's one thing he's always said, like Le'Veon shaking side to side. It, he didn't want to change that. Uh, you guys adjusted that. That's what he's good at. And we did adjust to it. Everybody adjusts to what the guy does. Well, and coach T's always going to say, I won't, I won't ever say, uh, uh, what is it? I'd rather say woven and sicken, which means what? I'd rather you go, go do what you do well. Oh. Why would I put a governor on cam? But, but here's where I'm at with this. Allen Robinson's had 90 plus receptions and had, I feel like 1500 yards receiving in a year or so. Deontay has also been number one receiver on this team too, with the amount of receptions coming his way. And he's been good by volume, right? Despite going mm-hmm. backwards and all that type of stuff too. If, Given the ability, if we've seen Allen Robinson do this, we've seen A.B. do this, Antonio Brown do this, we've seen Deontay do this with the amount of receptions. Can you imagine if if a guy like George Pickens get 80-plus receptions in a year? Game changer. What his numbers look like? It's a season changer. I, and, and the comments on the side, who, who do you think have the most yards if, if both wide receivers, Deontay and George Pickens, get 80-plus receptions on a year? A lot of people are probably going to say George Pickens. Volume is what a guy like him needs. I think uh, – And imagination. And imagination. And imagination. That's very true, too. You can't send him out on dummy missions. You right. cannot send Which George Pickens out did. on – Yes. He's not a dummy when it comes down to him running the, uh, running routes. I think he can run all the routes. It's a matter of what you said earlier, DK. George Pickens was told to do what as a young guy? That's it. Run him off. Yep. Run the safety off because you know he's that big of a threat, too. Yeah, uh, until basically he forced the coordinator's hand. Okay, so, he he did yep. that, and I'm okay with that. Tyler's going to get the hey moan of the day. Yeah. And look, he knows it too. You ready? <laughs> yeah, do that. Hey do that. moan. How good did it feel to spike that football after A.B. scored with the immaculate extension? One of the great moments, one of the truly great moments in that stadium's history and you Insane. got the celly. You got the football. It, it, it even shows up in the intro to this show. <laughs> it does. Let me tell you, seeing A.B. on the line, man, I missed because I ducked my head and ran to the end zone to try to push A.B. in. I missed the fact that he reached the ball out, okay? I yeah, felt how bad. how could you see it? Yeah. I felt bad with hitting A.B. because I laid into him. I was like, we got to win this damn game, man. <laughs> so... I'm going to be real. On Monday, he was just like, hey, Big Mo, man, you hit the hell out of me. I was like, hey, B, I was trying to win. I was trying to win, A.B. That's awesome. Uh, But the spike was phenomenal, man. A.B., Le'Veon, Connor, all those guys did a good job of passing that ball over. If you ever watched also cool little trick, if you ever watched Ben throw a touchdown, I'd always get, reach on the ground, pick up some grass like it's a dime, and say, hey, here's your dime back for dropping that dime in the end zone. 
Uh, that was a, that was something that Ben always did with us too. I'd hand him a dime for dropping the ball in the right spot, man. I, I mean, you see Ray here saying it's one of the great effort plays in Steelers history, which you have to understand Ooh. that there was a lot of effort going on besides 84, including the guy on this show. Okay, yeah. because he was stuck. Okay, yeah. AB wasn't going to move another inch with where Baltimore yeah. was. Okay, so the, the rest of you guys got him about as close as he could get, and he <laughs> still had the presence of mind, which blows – blows me away to this day to yeah say, well you know what i don't have to get across oh this my thing, gosh this thing does <laughs> listen and to then, me and then to grip the ball the way he did that's another part and his arm goes out but he worked violently. on it though yeah 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 oh you mean gripping the ball yeah oh that's my all that gosh works. It is, but you're right, DK. I missed him reaching the ball over. I was just like, go hit bodies and get that man across the line of scrimmage. If I'm not mistaken, it may have been the Christmas game, too. I'm like, don't ruin Christmas. We can't have this. I love the holidays, man. Oh, man. Vegas points out that AB's face mask was had, had some fingers on it, too. Yeah. You know what? You're playing Baltimore. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? Their whole season's on the line. They'd rip his head off. Oh, my gosh. And then, I th- as violent as that game gets, I, uh, I-, I thought they would have blown it dead just to try to stop us from being that violent with one another. That's why I was just like, that probably should have been a fine <laughs> on my end, just being complete, because that was reckless abandonment, DK. But in the spirit of, like, competition, that's what you're supposed to do, man. I mean, you- both of your teams – both arch rivals, the preeminent yeah. arch rivals in the National Football League, yeah. came down to a millimeter. Okay? Seriously. It, it, it's not as if every game you guys play wasn't decided by three points anyway. <laughs> this. But this is hand over fist points out here. AB's hand drills at the end of practice. His hand over fist is clearly somebody who spent some time in Latrobe and watched this. Yeah, no doubt. I used to watch uh, – he, he used to walk around with the gripper, the old school gripper, mm-hmm. just on that. Like, the dude's a specimen, man. I saw somebody asking a question earlier, man. Will A.B. get his flowers? It's going to take some time. I told you guys. I can show you the DM right now. I hit him up. Every time I hit him up, he hits me back, man, just because the relationships is always there. He He's in his space, and we just kind of leave that right there. The, the less we're, we're kind of hearing right now, I think my wife told me he bought into a – a team recently too, if I'm not mistaken. So he's, arena, arena ball, yeah. He's got his thing going. It's just gonna take time. All right, let's just roll with that. Look at those great moments that he's had, man. So I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, as a football player, oh boy, he's on my very yeah. very very short list. Yeah. Uh, Todd wants to know if you could snowplow him for a dub. <laughs> you, you know what? We'll find your truck and a, and a shovel. I, I'll make sure we find that. I, I got one too, man. I, I think it's uh, I did. I, I laid in the AB man. If y'all like ribs, ooh, like <laughs> oh, I could have broke his ribs. I'm gonna be real because I had all intent. We can your did body. I never hear this. Oh, uh, DK, listen to me. I speared AB, but it he played it well, man. That goes to his training. I want I want to go here real quick from Dustin. It's Kevin yes. Austin. That's yes. fair. Calvin Austin is going to do more than jet sweeps. DK, I'm with you on the creativity of our offensive coordinator. He's going to have to show me. Again, I said this a while ago, and I know we talked about this. He's going to have to give me more than the obvious, too. Okay? When it comes down to having a weapon like Calvin Austin, the guy's fast, but he's also a featherweight, too. 
My question is, is where are you going to put them and how? If we're going five wide. Let's just say this too. Five wide. That means Najee might have to come off, off the field, right? But Najee's also a good pass catcher too. Now let's think about our five. Okay, You go got ahead. George, Deontay. Uh, as it stands, Allen Robinson may be in that conversation. Are you taking Pat Frymuth off? Uh, no. <laughs> no, right? So now we got to go in between picking Joe. I mean, we, Najee and Calvin. Where is Calvin fitting to where it's not obvious? If he's coming out in the running game, most defenses, y'all, I'm going to tell you the truth because we've been in this before. They see the smallest scat back coming in. They're probably thinking, oh, here come the screen. They're not going to play it serious. And more times than not, because coaches don't know how to get out of their own way, they're going to just call the screen. They're going to call something that goes outside and the antennas of the defense is going to be up. The in-between the tackles runs for a guy like Calvin Austin, that's where I'm at as far as with being on the same page as you, DK. Mm-hmm. Matt Canada has to find a way to get this guy on the field to where it's not overly obvious. We're talking about Calvin Austin at this point right now. Like, I love the idea that this dude ran, what was it, 4 3 1 or whatever oh, it was in this He's 40. not human, yeah. It's unhuman. Yeah. Okay. But please find a way other than just putting them out there in third down for a check down screen. Did you break the camera? I did break the camera. Yeah. I, I didn't know this either. How did I know none of this stuff? You had your head down writing. Is that's what happened? <laughs> that's you what happened. Me. Yeah. You, you broke yeah. the camera. Oh, yeah. I was hoping. I was like, Lord, please don't have them send me a bill. Those cameras are like $30,000, $50,000. Oh, man. people don't know. Yeah. They're like $50,000. Uh, but they were all in good spirits. Sunday Night Football, uh, they tweeted me a while back. I was like, hey, sorry about the camera. It was like, hey, it was good television mm-hmm. and while it lasted. Mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, Jonathan? Wants to know what you think of uh, what you think of Zay Flowers. What do you think of his his uh, skill set? Uh, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about him other than the fact, yeah, Jonathan, he's gonna have to show me. That's just where I'm at with it. Uh, Zay Flowers. I, I wish I could give you. Yeah, that there's. I, let's put it this way: you're not gonna see. You're not gonna see a wide receiver. I mean, everyone can kind of throw that out there. John yeah. Baker says can't wait to see CA three this season. I think he'll do amazing. Look, I, I, I hope so. I yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to be the wet blanket here, but uh, he has he's coming off a foot injury that cost him an entire National Football League season, and every time it looked like he might be might be this might come back might be this, and then it was like nope. Yeah, uh, let's see him. Let's see him really take off. Let's okay. let's go back to the Zay Flowers just real quick decal. Yeah, and yeah. this is where I'm at on like rookie wide receivers too. Mm-hmm. They got to be able to learn the tree and play to be wide. I mean to be NFL open too. Okay, like that's my my contingency on like picking like especially in this draft. I'll even go as far as like Jalen Hyatt. Like I love him in college, but can this translate over to the NFL? Can he battle bigger, bigger stronger guys? You know what I'm saying? Like, so the mm-hmm. same as far as they flowers go too. like, so the comp I'm with the comp and the understanding that, look, he can be special in the league, but you still got to have the ability to play NFL style ball too. Okay. We might have a second candidate for question of the day here. Uh, well, uh, Eric Walker wants to know. Yeah. Dewan Jones or Darnell, Wright? There's no orange in this shot. See, look over there. There's no orange no, anywhere. I ain't okay. Even- God. So, and I know how you feel about Dewan Jones and his potential. You know what's funny about Jones, though? Man, does he run all over the mock drafts. 
all you, over. You see him way up high. You see mm-hmm. people throwing him to the bottom of the round. And, and Wright is at least more consistent in that regard. You'll see him kind of middle of the pack there. Uh, who do you take out of those two? I'm going to listen to Shane McDonald right here. Right over Jones is what he said in his comment. And let me tell you why. Talking to people that scouted and talked about he's DeWan so Jones. Big. He's so massive he's and so, so big. Massive. One, he needs never to make goes sure into a slump, Moan. He doesn't. He needs to make sure he take care of that and find himself in a Makai Becton situation up in and with the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna be big and fast and athletic, but this is the other thing, too. A lot of coaches are down on him because he was like a, a a flash in the pan at the senior bowl, too. He had one good one good day, then he pulled out because he knew if he had one good day, he didn't have to practice anymore. Mm-hmm. So what's year two? What's what's day two like? There's a knock in that too, okay? The fact that you I don't want to say you ran away from competition, but what do I I tell my boys this? Anybody can do something once, but can you do it over? And over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's what the NFL is, too. And then you go to his pro day. He elected to not do anything at his pro day. I mean, yeah, at his pro day also. They don't like that. The Steelers and I, really and th- don't like this that. This is the thing. And then uh, Jim Nagy, who's the uh, director over the Senior Bowl. We had him on my show here in Nashville, and he said this. The Alabama pro day was right after the Ohio State pro day. The rumblings in Alabama and Tuscaloosa was – all DeWan Jones on how he didn't show up and work out. Yeah. And that right there is a black eye to his his process and going through this draft. That's not okay. No. I look at that and say, man, that guy might get uh might get happy and paid and shut it down if he get a big contract. There's so yes, Darnell Wright. I ain't even talked about his positive. I'm taking Darnell Wright over DeWan Jones five times on Sunday, easily. Yeah, there's uh there's there's something there about Wright. And there's something about participation that really stokes the Steelers' fire. That is a Kevin Colbert thing, and I'm sure that's something – I have no doubt that that's something that was going to be passed on to Omar Khan as well. They really value your participation, not just in those things, by the yeah. way. They want to see you play in your school's bowl game. This isn't something that I've heard behind the scenes. They talk about it openly yeah they'll, they'll say of a draft pick they'll say one thing we really liked about him oh by the way george pickens yeah perfect absolutely. example right oh. Come, actually a pristine example because george comes back from a long-term injury yes gets his gets his team a touchdown in the national championship game george could have sat that out he could have and had all rights to had every had no not one person anywhere, including fans of his school, would have said, "Hey, that's that's crazy." You know, you can't do that. Uh, Blitz says moves Chooks back to LT and try. We're not moving Chooks. Chooks is not Chukes, moving. I don't think anybody. Kevin Colbert wasn't moving Chooks, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. That right there is a pipe dream that you can get both. I almost look at it like you're getting none at this point. I well again. Dan Moore and Darnell Wright fighting it out at left tackle. I see that more than actually moving Chooks over to the left and letting Wright, Darnell Wright play uh, right tackle. You can tell we're getting closer to the draft. Look at some yeah, of now right. Gonzalez or Joey Porter Jr. This is what it's going to be. It's all mano a mano uh, type matchups here. Uh, between these two guys, Gonzalez tends to get rated. Can, yeah, Gonzalez higher. takes the cake on this one. The one thing I hear about Joey Porter Jr. is this and what I've seen from him. Take as away. far as being a blanket in the coverage, mm-hmm. he's that. He's the guy. He's like Taylor. He takes away your side of the field. Now, if you value that and not the physicality that comes with playing cornerback, 
then you take Joey Porter Jr., okay? Now, I will warn you guys of this, too. <laughs> Don't get enamored. Don't fall in love with him being a legacy kid, okay? The moment he walks in, Joey Sr. ain't going to play for y'all. <laughs> Joey Sr., the, the attitude that he had, I don't think Joey Porter Jr. has that, okay? Look at the environments they're raised in. Joey Porter Sr. had to grow up rough, so he adapted an attitude with that too. So if you're expecting to see the guy in the middle of the field, rah, 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 all of that, two different climates, Oh, two different upbringings, too. Two here. different upbringings yeah, is what I, I'm saying. Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. grew up on the main streets of Wexford. Okay? Yeah, and I ain't <laughs> saying he ain't no tough kid. I ain't saying that, but I think we're falling in love with what Joey Sr. did, okay? Uh, the question I have is this. The, the statement I will say is this. Just hope if you get him, you get a real good cornerback because we need one of those, too. Yeah, ain't, JJ ain't getting shot in the number. <laughs> The uh, yeah no this is I, I think you're gonna see you're gonna see the Steelers I believe end up now more than ever Moan I, I believe especially after the acquisition of Allen Robinson uh, today you're going to see them focus on defense hard and I felt that way beforehand I yeah. also don't believe that you're gonna pass up a legitimate the best player available at right. seventeen okay. Um, I, I just don't believe in that concept. Yeah. I don't think you get to 17 and say, well, we think this other guy is just a better overall football player, but we need one of these. Yeah. You don't do that at 17. Okay. No. That's loser material. That's what that's that's what drives your franchise into a ditch. Yeah. You know, yeah, it um, is one foot in the grave says, Hey Moan, how's the Latrobe <laughs> experience? I was thinking about going for the first time and wondering if there's any interaction between fans and players. Oh man. Speaking of AB. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this one foot in the grave, take that foot out. Okay. And be on solid ground. Yeah, what is that? Right. <laughs> uh, but working the 2019 draft, I will say this, man, the draft experience is phenomenal. Now oh, he's it talking is. about Latrobe. Latrobe. Oh, Latrobe. Yeah. I thought he said the draft. Oh, Latrobe is amazing. Yeah. You should go there. Like, yeah, why it, would it, it's you get pure football in Latrobe. All of those rough matches that y'all want to see, the grudge matches, that's where it really happens. And DK, I will say this, and you will can you back me up? There's not a more physical training camp than Pittsburgh. Okay. And Latrobe, I, Pennsylvania is pure. Football is violent. So if, if you're looking for that, go. If people talk about, uh, they talk about Latrobe from how close you are. Okay. And they talk about what you can see. And they'll talk about how you can, you know, you're so close to a catch or so close to a player. To me, the allure of Latrobe is what you can hear. Yeah. You hear all their interactions. You hear when Mike Tomlin is having his banter back and forth with Mike Hilton or Jordan Dangerfield or somebody, okay? And it's hilarious, okay? <laughs> and after a wide receiver, especially the wide receivers, yeah. make a play, believe me, they will let you know about it. They will yeah. find you in yeah. those bleachers at Chuck Knoll Field, and, 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 and they'll – They'll get it. Yeah, you know? no doubt. Let me clean this up, too. Sorry about that one foot in the grave, man. Didn't realize that. That's a cool nickname now that we know that. Hence the name. <laughs> so, can't clean argue, that can't, argue with, can't argue with that. When Chandler can't says it was cool it. seeing Najee run the hill by Chuck Noel Field last year, you run that hill? 
That's, a, that's not something no. you break your knees <laughs> on, man. No. Why would you do that? But to your point, their interactions, the autograph signings, the back and forth <laughs> banter inside of camp, that is phenomenal. It really the hill is. is like this. Yeah, that hill, the hill is, is like this. You and I'll say this on it. If there's a rookie you want to see too in camp, this is the year because all rookies have to go up, uh, go up the hill. Vets take the carts up. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, we're gonna take a. We have so many people in here today. We're gonna take a couple of more just because we're grateful yeah, for facts. that. Uh, it says uh, DK <laughs> says DK bet somebody before the show that he'd be able to casually name drop Jordan Dangerfield. It's, no. Moan, tell him. That was your tell guy. Him. That was your Jordan guy. Dangerfield, <laughs> Jordan Dangerfield was Tomlin's guy. He would he would just yell out for he no would. reason. Dangerfield. Yeah. Dangerous <laughs> like, awesome. Even knew why he was doing it. And he just what a, took it. He took it great. He did, man. Great human being, man, as Jordan Dangerfield. I think they recently had another child, him and his wife. Super teammate, man. Even better dude. This is uh very, very cool too, man. No trees in Latrobe. Yes, there is no shade out there. Okay. Well, there's some, but they're on that hill that we just described. So barely not, not where you guys are down there sweating, but for the fans up on the hilltops, you can find a place. It's uh, a sun bowl. To hide a little bit, yeah. For you guys, I'm sure it didn't. It felt like there wasn't a tree around for a hundred miles. Oh my gosh! You know, yeah. William says that's because he loves love riding. Yeah, yeah, get no respect out here, DK. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know here. Uh, yeah, 400 fans. It says no, no, no. It's 662. Yeah, we're we rocking it right day, now. Man. Did Ooh. not, and that we. Didn't, oh, she's saying. Oh, I. She's on you guys here. Four hundred of you Damn. have not hit the like button. Like, what do we got to do? Like, storm Damn. out of here or something? You know? Seriously, uh, I saw this too pop up early, man. DK, sorry to take that one. No, but Rod- Rod- Rodrigo said this. Kenny got thicker as promised. You see those pictures? Yeah, yeah. You you need that. That's off season training right there in front of your face. That's the one thing I'm hoping Calvin Austin did. Is he's been a topic of conversation today with the Allen Robinson signing, man. If you're just now tuning back in, too, man, I'm I'm a fan of it because that, uh, to me. I think it breaks the tension in the room as far as Deontay and George goes. It, it really does, DK. You got to kind of have that around you, man, when it comes into especially such a diva position at wide receiver. You got to have an old head inside of that room. And Allen Robinson's that too. Ben, uh, on, on multiple teams right now, I think he gets in, and I'm hoping more than anything, he's able to mentor a guy like George Pickens into what it means to be a pro in this league. Because I almost feel like – it may be more competition between Deont- between Deontay and George more than team in a sense. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. Okay. That's not a bad thing at all. DeMond says, I saw pure Tomlin in Latrobe. That is a really, really good way to put that because he will do things in Latrobe that, by the way, he won't do on the South side. Uh, he does find a way to an extent without <laughs> making it super obvious to play to the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he doesn't apologize for it. That's it's his team. It's it's his show. And you know what else he does too? You get the side of coach in Latrobe because he's actually coaching up practice. But as soon as he leaves the field, DK, like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Teresa points out that Darnell Washington's visiting the Steelers today. She says that the dream is real. Uh tell Teresa Moan that Darnell will not be new to anyone associated with the Steelers. Man, if they take him, who you cutting? 
That's the only question I have. Who are you cutting in that wide receiver room? I mean, that tight end room. I like he is again, Teresa, a first round draft pick of hopeful thinking in this year's draft. Like, I don't think Pittsburgh has a chance with it, other than the fact that Coach T and that uh, scouting department are getting uh, intel when it comes down to what gets him to tick. That's what happens on these visits too. Yeah, we'll take uh, we'll take a couple more uh, today and see what we got here. Uh, John says that Ken- Kenny got bigger and still has months left to strength train. Well, you strength train, yeah. You also don't want to, you know, overdo. There is such a thing, right, Moan? Somebody <laughs> tells you, you he's not built. Big. Yeah, no. Okay. So I don't necessarily want to see him come in yoked up like this. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, and at the same time, everybody's valuing your scrambling ability and everything yeah. else here. I, you know, what was great about Kenny's commitment to, to, to get stronger and, 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 and bigger is an overemphasis here, but he, he really wanted to get stronger and add some muscle. Mm-hmm. He said, cause he, he didn't like the fact that when somebody hits you in the National Football League, it hurts. Okay. We're not now, in college anymore. Not, yeah. When they hit you from Clemson, it didn't hurt like that. When they hit you from Baltimore or Cincinnati, it hurts. Yeah. And he, he said it felt he felt that it, it affected his performance when it hurt. Now I love the honesty here, okay? But that's also, but that's also a part of growing up, and it's also part it of Tomlin's is. admonition, constant admonition, and universal admonition yeah. to get into NFL shape yes. by your second season. One hundred percent. I want to go to Marvy G right here. He says Hayward, meaning Connor Hayward, plays fullback instead of tight end when Washington gets drafted. I'm gonna tell you this, Marvy, my guy. Uh, you get a two for one with Connor Hayward. My thing is this: the predictability of having Connor Hayward at fullback. Connor Hayward can line up at fullback and go out for a pass right now with two tight ends on the field still, okay? So I don't think it's necessary. If they go get him, get Darnell Washington, I'll appreciate the draft pick and what he does. But you can scheme up more with just Connor and Pat out there than you possibly can with having Washington, Pat, and Connor. Like, you you really – nobody's really doing three tight end sets on offense like that except for a few teams in his league. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, and where Connor Hayward is concerned, the, the more that that he or Matt Canada can utilize the element of surprise with him, the better. Uh, if you want, if you have him as like a, you know some old school H back or something, where you can just move him all over the field, go nuts, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, um, more I, imagination, I, the better, especially when it has to be imposed on the coordinator at times. Yeah. Uh, Let me get to this one real quick, too. This is really good. Coming in from Joe. uh, Says, hey, Mo, who's the guy you didn't like practice? Cam? Okay. Cam Hayward. (laughs) Connor's big brother. That's who we hated, okay? (laughs) There was a a few other guys in that equation. Shazier was in that conversation, too, because Shazier wouldn't let you hit him. Yeah, in a different way. In a yeah. different way, yeah. Cam was just a freaking headache, man. Shazier okay? would just Shazier would just leave you looking stupid. It's, I, it's different, you know? It's different with him. Yes, James lost in the second push up Kendrick Green looked bigger, too. He better. Right, DK? Uh, he, he better. It's getting real close to flipping the switch off, if we're being honest. This is my Kendrick Green commentary. There it is. Say less then, DK. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying less here. Um Randy says, "Hit you, it hurts. Hit you, it hurts." Welcome to the NFL. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
All right, just a couple more today here. Moan, you want right over Jones, Vol over Buckeye? No, man, I already took that qualifier away from it. It ain't even Vol over Buckeye. It's what works versus what doesn't work. Again, I I said a second ago, if you guys want to go back, DeJuan Jones hurt himself a lot in this Mm -hmm. uh, pre-draft process. He didn't work out much at his Ohio State Pro Day. He only did one day of the Senior Bowl. Uh, I told you a second ago, Jim Nagy came on to my show here in Nashville and pretty much said that when they came, when Ohio State had their pro day before Alabama, when they came down to Alabama, all the scouts were talking about why didn't DeJuan Jones do more at his pro day. They were upset about that. So I think he kind of divided himself a little bit more than he probably wanted to. You guys want the prop bet of the century? Here it comes from TJ. How many touchdowns will Deontay Johnson have next season? Answer, more than in 2022, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Meaning that it'll be a real number. And I mean real number in the mathematics sense. Yeah. How many he get? I love to send with eight plus. How about one? I know. I know. <laughs> Was, what to, to keep him He's relevant? get to the goal line and turn around and go back in the other direction. He better find a way, man. Whether that was, again, concept of plays or his ability to get out of tackles or get to the end zone, it needs to be a whole lot more than that. Moan, this has been fun. We stretched Enjoy. it out a lot longer than we usually do, but then look at all the people who came to participate. Appreciate y'all, man. Big news today, Allen Robinson signing, man. We went through a plethora of topics today, um, and I don't think we're getting Darnell Washington. And we'll appreciate everybody all the more if you hit like on this uh, video and as well if you hit subscribe on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Steelers yeah. channel. We're at like 21,000-something. Uh, we got a long way to go. You know, we you know, we don't even get one of those funny blue check marks until you get to like a hundred thousand on YouTube. Did ah, you, know, that? you yeah. know what? I want one of those YouTube button things that they pass yeah. out too for hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, that some badges and buttons. We want all of that stuff. You know what? In due time, DK, we're just gonna continue to do a good podcast. How about we're just that? gonna keep grinding? Yeah, no doubt about it. Appreciate all right. y'all, man. Let's let's do it again tomorrow, everybody. I'm here for it. He lied. <laughs> 637 people stayed to watch. <laughs> Look at that. You love it.